Isn't that, aren't you glad you came today? Oh my goodness, what a great day. This is Judah Wade, and he's going to help me today. And, uh, and uh, you know, I just want to stop and say thank you. There's, there's some people that have worked unbelievably well behind the scenes to make sure that we're broadcasting today, that, I mean, all that happened yesterday. Joe McKean, we are blessed to have that man. I'm telling you, the whole arts ministry in our church, from uh, the people that designed the sets to uh, pulling off the techno technological, I, I don't know if you understand the magnitude of pulling off the technology that is behind the scenes. It is unbelievable how hard Will Gage is in the back. Um, just think about this Christmas season, the costumes that were designed and built by Helen DeClue and Debbie Mill and their whole teams. Um, goodness gracious, we are, we are blessed. And I, I just want to say thank you to all of you who've worked, all of your families. You're amazing. This is Judah Wade. Judah, how's it going? Let me get you a microphone because we got to hear you. Now, Judah's going to help me today. And, um, you know, is that a Christmas shirt? Uh, sure, it's red. Okay, that's red. That's good. Good job. Let me get this mic set up so I don't have to hold it. We can just let you just um, talk about it. So, hey, thanks for hanging out with me today. Yeah. Um, okay, so, Judah, I, this isn't a Christmas vest. I got this for my birthday, but you know why I wore it on Christmas? What? You know why I wore this? Why? This is like one of the greatest Christmas presents I got all year, because uh, KJ, who's our drummer, he called me about a week ago, and he said, hey, Chris, you wear this vest that I think is so cool. And um, where did you get that? And I said, well, my wife got it for me. And then I stopped him. I said, wait a minute. Did King Jack Washington just call me and ask me for fashion advice? <laughs> that was one of the greatest Christmas presents I got all year. Um, so I wore it today. And KJ's watching online. And so what do you think, KJ? <laughs> Do you know how cool that was? Because I don't really get fashion comments very often. That was cool. Um, hey, we're going to just, uh, I'm going to try to sit today the whole time, which has never happened before in all of my life when I preach. So Judah's going to help me. And, and what we're going to do is we're going to read. I've asked Judah to come and just read the Christmas story. Open your Bibles to Luke chapter 2. And... Um, Judah's going to help us read this. And let's sit today. Uh, instead of standing, let's sit. So Judah, would you help us with Luke chapter 2? And we're going to read, you're going to read what verses? I'm going to read Luke chapter, I'm going to read Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. Okay. Everybody follow along in your Bible. Ready? Luke, Luke 2. Let's go get it, Judah. 
In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem to the town of David because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went to register with Mary who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds that, and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring good news that will cause great joy for all for great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David of David the a savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left, had had when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen, uh, when, when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them into her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all these things that had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Good job, Judah. Thank go, you. Man. Now, Judah, that'd be, that's crazy. That's a cool story, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, I left what Joe, I don't know if you heard Joe yesterday. He said that all over the world, people are gathering together like we are today, reading that chapter. Cool. And uh, we're part of that. That's really cool. Every believer, I bet most believers in the world, most people that love Jesus are reading that passage. Now, you know, this right here is a tradition that our family has on Christmas Day. And uh, Judah, I want you to help me. This is, we haven't opened our presents yet. And so this is the first gift that we open at Christmas time. Now, when did we buy this? We bought this in 2000. We've had this in two, since the year 2000. And uh, it was the... Uh, right after Eric was born. 
And uh, so now our kids used to fight over who got to open this present. I don't know if they're going to be mad because I'm asking you to open it today. <laughs> what do you think it is? I think it's baby Jesus. Are you, what, what makes you think that? Because it's in the manger and that's, there's, there, there's only Mary and Joseph there or an angel. Uh, you're right. Well, why don't you open it and see what's in the first present. This is the first gift that we always open. You can slide the whole, you can slide the bow. Oh, Robin's giving some instructions over here. And maybe it's a, is it a box? Oh yeah, it's a box. Okay, you don't have to rip it, you can just open the box or whatever you want to do, it doesn't matter, I'll make a new box. Look at that. What is it? Baby Jesus. Uh, you were right, oh my goodness, good job. That's the first gift. Why would that be the first gift, Judah, what do you think? Because Jesus is the Savior and Lord of our lives. That's right. Good job. Okay, Judah and I have a little surprise, and we haven't told anybody that we're going to do this. It's, Judah, it's always better to ask forgiveness than permission. Right? Remember that. I want every kid, we've got a present for you. It's Christmas. And before you sit through a message, it's always good to have candy. <laughs> and I want you to like your pastor, right? So, your pa so Judah, why don't you take this down here, and if you're a kid, and you can decide, oh, sorry, let me get that. No. Yeah, uh, so you can decide if you're a kid or not, uh, but Judah's going to be down front. I want you to come get some candy right now. So Judah, come on, give Judah a hand for helping us out. So come on, kiddos. Come get. Yeah. Hey, I told you you can decide, Gorel. Uh, come on. Hey, that's good. 17. That still works. I hope we have enough. I got backup underneath Maggie. If we. Maggie, you might help out with backup. Come on. Come on. Come on, John. You got it. Come on, man. Jump on it. We got extra candy over here if you want. We, we, just for backup. You're welcome. You're welcome. Now, you got to go back to your own parents, okay? Make sure you go. Yes. Good job. If you're watching online, you have to go get your own candy. We have some more. Make sure y'all all get some. And remember that your pastor is cool. And dress is really cool. <laughs> oh, wait, we got some stragglers over here. Come on. Hey, that's cool. Hey, go get some candy or go up on the stage and play with stuff. That'd be awesome. <laughs> There's cool toys up there. Hey, y'all want some candy? Y'all want some? Right there. We got some more. All right. Brush your teeth. Hey, you bet. Judah Wade, this is Andrew and Meredith's son. Give Judah Wade a hand. 
Thank you, Judah. Oh, wait, wait, I need your help again. You gotta help me one more time. Okay, because, now open your Bibles back up. I want you to, I want us to focus in just for a few minutes on verses 10 through 14. So Judah, I want you to read verses 10 through 14 one more time. All right, just those, those verses that are highlighted for you, okay? But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths, lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. Good job. Thank you. Thanks for helping me. Yeah. Good job. So, let's look at this passage. Let's look at verse, verse 10. But the angel said, do not be afraid, for I bring you good news that will cause great joy, and notice what it says, for all the people. You know, this Christmas, I think it's important to recognize that this announcement is for all people. You know, Gentiles, like all of us, were included here when Jesus came. And look at the announcement, verse 11. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find the baby wrapped, a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. The fact that it went to these shepherds is so very fascinating. These were kind of the outcasts of society. These were kind of the ones, remember when, when God's people went to Egypt? Remember what Joseph said to Pharaoh? My, my family are shepherds. Oh, well, they can't live in Egypt. They have to live in another land, Goshen. So they were sent outside of the city because it was unclean to be shepherds. And that was kind of the, the cultural reality. And the fact that Jesus came first to shepherds, it's so very interesting. We, we see right here that salvation is an invitation to all. I don't want us to miss that. Remember what Jesus said, that most famous verse in all the Bible? For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever would believe in him would not perish, but have eternal life. And, and last night, we got, if you were here at any of our candlelight services, we got such an incredible picture of how the gospel has traveled. Because I started right here with a light, with, with a candle. And, and, and then it passed one by one by one by one. And pretty soon, the, all the lights in this room were out, but it was bright. Why? 
because everybody had a candle that was lit. And to me, it's, it's such an important picture that I want us to get at Christmas time. That when Jesus entered the world, and, and you see it right there in the scripture, that these shepherds, that they had a sign for them. This will be a sign for you. You will find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. You know what it reminds me of? The, this biblical reality that when you seek the Lord, you will find him. That anybody who comes to him will be saved. You realize that not everybody will be saved. Not everybody will come to him. And there's all kinds of wrestling about that. And, and for the most part, we have to just leave that in the hands of God and trust the Lord how that all is going to work out. But here's what I, I know the Bible clearly tells us. That this invitation is extended to the whole world. And, and you know what it reminds me? It reminds me that God himself entered humanity as a missionary. Casey said something that was so very powerful last night. She said that we are called to be on a mission. And as a church, that's what I don't want to miss. I love the the way the mission is in front of us every day. And it's my prayer that as a church family, we never forget the call to the mission field. That that we are called to go into the world with this great commission. Remember the great commission? When Jesus said to his disciples, I want you to go to the world. I want you to baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And, And he says, don't be afraid because I'm going to be with you. And, and, and see, we see Jesus himself, God in the flesh, leaving heaven, coming to earth, humbling himself as a missionary to us. And we heard the message. And the light has come to us. But you know what? Like that, remember that little kid song we learned? This little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. That's a calling we have as a church. There is not a more powerful or important Christmas message. We had a lot of guests over the last 24 hours in the life of our church. And one of the things I hope they heard is that we as a church will make room for them. Do you know there's a lot of Christians that don't make room? Aren't you glad that Jesus made room for you? 
Aren't you glad the message of salvation didn't stop with the person that shared the gospel with you? There'll be a day when Christ will return. And we will no longer be called to share the gospel. Because Christ will begin his eternal kingdom. But that's not today. Today, we still have the calling to go into this world, to make room for those that don't know Jesus. And you know what? I'm not going to stumble over the deep things of theology and miss the, the obvious things. I think it's Alistair Begg, who's a cool Scottish preacher. I wish I could talk like him, but I can't. But he says, the plain things are the main things. And I know we we all like to nerd out over deep theology. But let's, let's not miss the plain things in Scripture. Because there are some things that Jesus made crystal clear. And on the announcement of the angels, he says, hey, i got to tell you something. The angel said, hey, hey, you shepherds, a Savior has come to you. It's Christ the Lord. You know, over the last few weeks, we've really tried to wrestle through some deep theology. This idea that Jesus was the prophet, the priest, and the king. And Hebrews is so very deep. And so very, uh, it requires so much thinking. And it is good to love the Lord with our mind and to really think and wrestle. And when we've looked at these Old Testament prophets, this office of prophet, that, that a prophet was to proclaim the word of God to the world. And, and, and we've been grateful and we study the prophets as they proclaim the word of God to the world, we've been mindful of how most people respond to the prophets. They they rebel against them. They don't like the prophets. And so it's been helpful for us to consider our posture to the prophets that have come before us, to consider what they have said, the confrontation that they brought. We also see in the Old Testament and all through the Bible that this office of priest. Now, we don't have a priest anymore. We don't need a priest anymore. We don't need somebody, you don't need somebody else to go between you and God. You, but the office of a priest was called to make sacrifices and prayers and, and, and praises and, and help with this daily relational guidance. Now, you know what we have is the Holy Spirit. That's why I love it, the song that Eric wrote. The king is in the room, folks. He came to us. And his spirit guides us. And in the office of king, we see in the scripture, you, you, you see David and is the king, is the ruler. And when a, when, a, when, a, when a righteous king was in place, there was... There was uh, There was rightful ruling 
And Jesus, when he entered the world, he brought all of those together. Because as a prophet, Jesus revealed God to us. And he, and he explained God to us. He, he was God in the flesh. As a priest, he walks with us right now. He was the sacrifice of sin on the cross. He, he was that mediator between God and man. And, and there was a, a, a big statement that was made yesterday, and I, I don't know if you caught it. When Casey articulated that the wrath of God, Jesus took the full wrath of God on himself. And one day we're going to stand before the Lord, and we're going to recognize holiness, we're going to see it for the first time. And we're going to be like, whoa. I understand. We're going to see the full reality of our sin when we get to heaven and stand before the Lord. Because sometimes we think, oh, we're not that bad. I'm okay. I'm better than that guy. But when we see holiness, we're going to recognize, wow. I couldn't have made sacrifice for my own sin. I needed Jesus. And Jesus came. A Savior was born. As king, Jesus rules in such a way that no longer will sin reign in us. We have power over sin. And this is so very amazing. Look at verse 13. In Luke 2, and suddenly there was, the angel, was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. And you know, I'm going to ask Eric to come back up. Eric, would you come up here? And um, I don't want us to miss the Christmas calling in our lives. That Jesus as prophet, priest, and king, you know what that means? It means that God is with us. God is with us. And because he is with us and in us, he invites us to be his ambassador. You know, one of the core values of our church is that we are called to be ambassadors for Christ. And folks, as we move into 2023 and beyond, can I tell you what? It's time for us as a church to begin to make room for people that need Jesus. It's time for our church to move to a season, a time period of growth. God has entrusted us with his word. He has empowered us with um, all the resources we need. And it's time to make room for people.
people. And we've got to live on mission. God has led us to this idea of mission. And God has worked among us. It was no accident that when we built and bought that 10 acres of land right over there, that God led us to the mission. God moved us. God is working among us. And I want to live every day with the reality that the king is in the room. And I want you to, I want you to learn, I want to learn this song, not just because it's meaningful to me because Eric wrote it with, with a coworker of his. But I want us to learn it because I think the Lord's hand is on this song. And it teaches us about the Lord. I love you. I love serving the Lord with you. I love being your pastor. I love our staff. I am so grateful for the staff that we have at our church. We are so blessed. God has given us so much talent in this church at every level. And I just keep, I'm excited because to whom much is given, much is required. And I look forward to letting this city know that the king is in the room with us. And so let's, Eric, I want you to just teach us this song and I'll get out of the, the other way. I'll sit by you. But, um, I think we have the verses on on the screen, but I want you to hear the verses. And then we, we probably can't sit. Let's sit for a minute. But then we're going to have to stand and sing the song because it says stand, right? And so you can't sit when it, uh, when, when it says to stand. But let's, let's just hear it for a minute. And then Eric, you just teach us and lead us. We were lost and we were heavy laden Like the shepherds not knowing what would come And like the fields in Bethlehem we stood waiting Until the moment we came face to face with love And blinded by the light that came from heaven Deafened by the roar of angels' song And glory in the highest was their anthem And now we get to join and sing along The King is in the room The King is in the room Oh God be praised The King is in the room in majesty we stand and worship you oh god be praised the king is in the room yeah. oh good shepherd you have come to seek and save us with the holes in your hands to break the chains 
We paid our debt by dying on the cross But you rose from death with victory o'er the grave oh, In your spirit now together we proclaim Would you stand to your feet as we sing today The King is in the room The King is in the room The King is in the room Oh God be praised the king is in the room, majesty, majesty. We stand and worship you, oh God, be praised. The king is in the room. This bridge is really simple, it goes like this. You're my shepherd and you're my king. You alone deserve the highest glory. You're my shepherd. You're my king. You alone deserve the highest glory. Your spirit. Your spirit in this room with me. You alone deserve the highest glory. You're my shepherd. You're my shepherd. You're my king. And you deserve the highest glory your spirit in your spirit in this room with me oh you will deserve the highest glory sing the king the king is in the room the king is in the room oh god be praised our king is in the room oh majesty we stand and worship you oh god be praised the king is in the room the king the king is in the room the king is in the room oh god be praised the king is in majesty majesty Father, praise the Son. Praise the Father, praise the Son, praise the Spirit, three in one. God of glory, majesty, praise forever to the King. Oh, praise the Father, praise the Father, praise the Son, praise the Spirit, sweet one, God of glory, majesty, praise forever to the King of kings. Oh, praise forever. 
You know, I almost made a mistake and started clapping. You should never follow me in clapping and music. So good job uh, for Maggie's up there going dead stop clapping. So, because I I really don't have any rhythm. Um, so that was really a good call. Um, you know your pastor well. Oh, she didn't. Oh, that's already going dead. Um, Merry Christmas. Thank you so much for being with us today. Next year, we are going to go through the Bible together. And uh, I'm so looking forward to it. It's been a, a, um, it's been a lot of fun trying to figure out how we're going to preach through the whole Bible in a year. So we're going to do a meta-narrative on Sunday all through the Bible. Starting next Sunday, we're gathering together, and our reading starts. And we want to invite you. Let's do this together. Let's read through the whole Bible together. And if people, as people come and join us throughout the year, we'll just tell them to jump right in where we are. We won't ask them to catch up. But let's, I look forward to seeing what the Lord has in store for us. Because his word is a lamp to our feet, a light to our path. And I'll tell you, I'm so excited to walk through the Bible together as an entire body. I hope you have a great week, and I won't see you again until next year. So that's next Sunday. So I love you. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, we love you. And I pray that we would be a church that lives every day on mission. I thank you for how you have worked among us. And I thank you for the calling to this place at this time. And Father, in our generation, I pray that we would be a church that is faithful with the gospel. Would you help us to submit to you as our prophet and submit to the words that you've said? Would you help us to depend on you as our priest and not try to be righteous on our own power, but to embrace all that you have done for us? Lord, I pray that it would be evident that you are our king, that we follow you, and may we keep our eyes on you. Lord, give us faith in these days. And I trust, I trust you, Lord, because you are are with us even in this room today and we love you in jesus name we pray amen merry christmas